0: All right, well, welcome back to this episode of Dance Business Daily. I am hanging out virtually, of course, with Jenny Griffiths of the Upstage Center of Performing Arts, and I can't wait to get into her story. This is Dance Business Daily, a daily podcast where you can always find real talk with real studio owners, where we'll share best practices, success stories, and actionable insights so we can all get a little bit better together. I'm Bryce Conlon, and I'll be your guide. Welcome to the show, and let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back to Dance Business Daily. I am here with my good friend. She happens to be a client of ours here at Dance Motion Marketing. And I am really delighted to be here with you today, Jenny. How are you?
1: I am great. How
0: are you? I'm good. I'm freezing my tail off uh, up here in Chicagoland. We caught a cold snap. I hear that it's 80 degrees down by you, which is-, it is. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's annoying that it's still summer.
0: <laughs> Not for
1: me, I would
0: trade you in but, a second. Um... I would trade you in a second. Well, Jenny, I, I'm really happy to have you here because I know that um, my business partner, Christian Altuve, was just with you in person. And so I feel privileged that I'm now with you virtually. I would love to just kind of dive right in to okay. your story. Yeah, let's do it. So, how? So you are the owner and the primary operator of the Upstage Center of Performing Arts. How how did that happen? Like how did you get into business ownership as a studio? Owner?
1: Um it's a very um like not it's a very squiggly line. Um I actually started my career post college as a newspaper reporter. I moved into an editor position. We moved, we were having children, I opened a childcare business. Um We moved again and I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, Got connected with a nonprofit. I enrolled my oldest daughter in their dance program. I eventually became the director of that program. I stayed there for two decades, which makes me sound really old, so maybe I am. Um, And then I started realizing that I needed to, I needed to do something else that would challenge me, grow me. Um, I really thought that I was just going to go teach for other people and have fun. And then I realized that really, although that would have been fine, it probably wouldn't have like really been the best decision for me. And so I, Mm -hmm. a good friend of mine had just sold his business, not related to dance. He met with me about my business plan. He said, let's go look at places. Other people thought it was a great idea. I ended up with a lease and (laughs) here we are.
0: And the rest (laughs) is history,
1: Um yeah I danced all through like my childhood and through college but I never really thought that you know when I was straight out of college I never thought I would be a dance studio owner so you just never know where life's going to take you but um here I am and you know my children are grown so I can focus on the business and my husband for some reason puts up with it so here we are five years in, um, didn't really plan on dealing with the pandemic and all the other things that happened
0: yeah, recently, so
1: but you know, we, we were rolling with it. So that's, that's my condensed short jog around the world to dance studio. <laughs> well, let's
0: unpack it because this is really fascinating. So you were teaching for other people and you said like, I'm putting words in your mouth. You didn't use this exact language, but you're like, the thought never really like crossed my mind that I would be building my own business and then you also said that you realized that maybe it wouldn't just teaching for other people wouldn't maybe scratch that itch or be the best potential you know the best plan for you what was that moment like or that process like of of going from i'm teaching and this is fine to i'm gonna build something like let's go Um. a little deeper there
1: Well, I mean, for a long time, my husband and some other people were like, you need to open your own dance team. And I was like, no, this is fine. Where I'm at. Like I was very stuck for a little while, not really. And I was stuck, um, you know, it was fine. And then I realized that I was not really super, um, for lack of better words, having any joy from what I was doing. I was directing and leading and teaching in the program that I was, at the nonprofit that i was at and then when i left there um i just had to sort out like all my emotions from that it was almost like mm. having a loved one die because it was like i was leaving something that i had created and built and then i was putting it away <laughs> um and so i just and I was, I was really amazed and blessed at how many people actually reached out to me and said, like, are you available to teach this summer? And I was like, sure. So I was teaching all over the place and it was really fun and great. But the more I did it, I realized that like, that's not really where I needed to be. And so I wrote up a business plan and started looking and I was like, if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to teach for other people and See what happens after that. So but it did happen. Um you know there was no reason for anyone to think that I knew what I was doing. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I just felt like it was a blessing to like have people believe in me and have this solid plan. And I'm gonna kid you not, I started this business with a hundred dollars. I did not start this business with like a lot of money. Um I did know that I would have some students follow me just because they wanted to know what I was doing next and I'm not I did not recruit them. I was just like, if they reached out to me and asked where I was going, I would tell them what was happening. Um, a lot of them were teenagers. So I knew that that was not sustainable for a long-term business. So we've had to do our work for the little ones. Um, so yeah, I just had to figure it out and get rid of all the, there was definitely grieving process for like when I left and you know, it took a while. But then as i built my business i was finding that joy again even in a pandemic, so. even in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. well i appreciate you sharing you
0: know honestly about just the, the challenge because it is it is a challenge it's a very real challenge um when you're part of a team when you're building a business that you feel it's i mean it's only natural that you as you invest time it starts to feel like yours. And, it, and even if it's not, right? Even if you're just participating yeah. in somebody else's business and program and, mm-hmm. and making those life changes is scary and it is sad. And there's like, we, we tell our kids, we've got little ones, a five-year-old, seven-year-old, and almost one-year-old, and the one-year-old doesn't care. He doesn't care about any of this, but the five yeah. and seven-year-old, we tell all the time, it's like the language they use is they're um, they're mixed up inside when mm-hmm. it's the, the mixed feelings of I'm not satisfied here, but I'm comfortable here and I have to make a change and I'm excited about the change, but I'm nervous about the change. And I'm sad that I have to make this change, but I need to, right. make. you know, it's like,
1: it was hard. Yeah. Don't deny it, but you know, I think I'm in a good place now and I think it was the right decision. So yeah. And I also learned like, I learned that I there was a lot of things I didn't know that I didn't know I needed to know, and so I've worked really hard to learn the things that I needed to know, or find the people that can help me to do the things that need to happen. So,
0: so yeah, there's, so, a, big,
1: <laughs> there's a big learning. I mean, it a big learning. Do, curve. I knew how to like lesson plan. I knew how to do a lot of the dance side of it. Some of the business side, I did know, but not probably. I know, I know about it better now because I didn't have a separate like front desk team. Like I have to find my own people, you know, to do those and things like that. So there's definitely been a lot of learning and growing. And I know sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, I created that website and I know how to, I know what a pixel is. I'm like, why do I even <laughs> know these nerdy things that I don't know? So <laughs> it's kind of crazy. <laughs>
0: So, so what was it like? You, you said you, you, know, you didn't start well-funded. You started with uh, $100, right? And, you're, and I love that, by the way, because it forces um, creativity. It forces resourcefulness. It forces you to, in many ways, engage with, um, engage with your community in a way to say, hey, we need a thing and we can't afford the thing. So how do we get the thing? How do we do the thing? Uh, I love that what was it like like day one? You're like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm signing a lease. I have a hundred dollars down on this. Like, what's that like?
1: Well, we had a little time because our um, building, so where we're at now was um, just a big empty space. Didn't have any walls, didn't have like anything. And so we had to wait for the build out. And that took a little longer than we we're told.
0: Well, always, right, isn't it? (laughs) Always,
1: and so, but we were like, we need to start classes because these kids are like gonna sign up. And so Mm -hmm. um, our landlord allowed us to use a spot that had recently become open and it used to be a yoga studio. It was not ideal, but it it was good enough to like start classes in. And now I look back, I'm like, I can't believe I mean, hopefully, my—I mean, my my dance families might listen to this, but I mean, I was just like in awe. Like, why are you guys like even paying for this circus that's happening in the background? I felt like, but you know, I guess they believed in what we were doing, and um, and I guess there was a trust level, and they were excited to, to see like the building of the studio. So like we started in classes. Um, in September and I think the next March we actually got into our facility so we did did a lot of we did ballet and tennis shoes on a concrete floor, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but like no we just we were just really careful but they were learning recital dances and everything and then yeah somehow it that is kind of crazy yeah it was it was March because that's a long long build-out Yeah, it took a little while. And then, um, I don't know. And we just, we had had 60 some students like coming in classes and some little ones. And, you know, we were doing ballet and tennis shoes but they kept coming. So I was like, okay. And new people were signing up. And I'm just like, you people are nuts. (laughs) But in the back, back of my head, I was like, okay. And then we opened. Um, and we, you know, we spirit, we were able to celebrate that. And we have like a little ribbon cutting and all that. And it was just, you know, it was fun. And then we were able to our recital and then just like roll through and, you know, but it was fun. I think that parents enjoyed and the kids enjoyed seeing like the build out and the progress literally at the other end of the shopping center where we're at. So it took a little while, so. We were just determined, which I've always been. So it was just determination to make it happen.
0: Well, there's no surprise there because you have to be a little bit crazy or determined to start a business, right? To go yeah. to strike out on your own, to you know, fly your own flag, and right, um, right. <laughs> that is just small. Business owners and entrepreneurs are their own breed. Like I, I know, and, I, and as being one myself, I don't know why everybody doesn't do it except. It is, it is definitely a, it's not only a skill set, it's a personality thing. It's a determination thing. It's a values kind of proposition, but speaking of values, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned that you're, you know, you're in a yoga studio, you're on concrete floors, you've got, you know, ballerinas in, in, in Reeboks, right? And if you ever write a book, you, you can, (laughs) you you can run with that title. Um, What is it about? you or about what you are doing that brought people back because we tell studios all the time we tell our clients constantly you don't have to be perfect before you can start attracting your audience and you know building an audience and bringing in customers like people will pay for less than finished uh, as long as there's something that you're delivering on and so excuse me from your perspective why were
1: people signing up for that? Um, I think people that carried over with me. Um, I mean, I I guess I hate to toot my own horn, but no, I I'm
0: inviting you to. I, I want to hear do. it.
1: Um, I think that I'm just good at building relationships, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I'm I'm kind of a goofball in class. I don't really, you know. I don't care if I mess up and I tell the kids it's okay if we mess up. I shared this with Christian, you know, one of our mottos in classes, what happens if you make a mistake and the kids go, nothing, nothing happens. You just keep moving. It doesn't matter. You know, it might matter someday, but like mess up in class and let's fix it and get it right. And it's okay. Because, you know, and I just want them to feel like it's a safe place. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that they're safe with us and that we care about them. Like we check in on them if they're absent, we check in on them, you know, if there's things going on, we've had, you know, families with loved ones pass away. We've had, you know, injuries, we, you know, and we check in on them, we make sure that they're okay. And so I think that's part of it. Um, just making sure, you know, that we call ourselves a dance family and we don't just say it, we try to really make it that you know welcome to the family you know, we actually post when new members when new, new members when new students join we post that you know we post their first names like welcome to the family like hmm. they've just been born or something but, you know welcome to the <laughs> family so, not really just like they've been born. But maybe you'll need to edit that but um, just you know just no, to kind of I make them feel like it's part of uh you know um, we welcome them we, we you know want to nurture them Um, Keep them and then help them see the progress and and reassuring the whole day through process that you know parents don't want their children to be behind but like you're not behind you're just where the progress is happening so we'll catch them up because nobody's perfect at anything so um, I guess other people you know why they came with me um, because we had that relationship Um, it's scary to go find someplace new and they've apparently believed that we were going to
0: make it happen so <laughs> it's amazing the power of nation. It's amazing when what what you can do when you're clear on your vision, right and I, I just want to call this out for people who are, who are studio owners who are listening to this If you're because it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're um, starting a studio for the first time, whether you're expanding your you know your operations, your studio, you're bringing in new mm-hmm. people uh, and staffing out and it's not just you anymore. Um, You're moving across town. You're opening location number two. Like It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you are determined and convicted in that and are able to articulate that to other people, they they will follow. And I'm so glad that you brought up the relationship thing because I want to ask, it's a conversation that we've been having with our team recently. And um, we've been realizing more and more that in the dance business, dance isn't really the service or the value that you're providing. Dance is just the vehicle. You're nodding nodding your head on this. So how does that resonate for you?
1: Um, Well, I actually did a little survey of my dance parents. Um, It's been a little while. And I asked them why they came and why they stayed. And they came because they wanted their child to make friends and have fun and do a physical activity that was like them healthy nobody ever said anything about i want my child to be able to do a triple pirouette like that was never like and they stayed because they made friends they were having fun they were physically active they felt like their child was safe um all those things not about any of the other like the skill set is also like the vehicle of building that like confidence We talk about building confidence and building, you know, kids that are kind and all of those things. And we're doing it through dance, which is, yeah, so it's, it's really less to do about the steps and more about the kids making, fun, um, making friends and having those, um, you know, social interactions in a place that's safe. And I think even more so now where kids didn't have the opportunity for what a year and a half to, yeah. Friends, it's even more important
0: now. Absolutely. Well, the, and just to call out again, because we don't know who's listening to this. We don't know what studios are tuning right. in. And, and I just want to like bravo and take a minute to applaud that you asked your customers what was important to them.
1: Right? It was scary. But then why? you're now like, Tell me
0: why. Wow. Why was it scary? I
1: don't know, because you're like, why did you come in? Why did you stay? You know? and, <laughs> It's kind of a scary question, but they were very like. But then when I got the answers, I was like, it totally makes sense. So now we know like what to, where to steer our values. Where is our mission statement? will help you. And if you don't have a mission statement or values for your studio, then you should <laughs> and put them on your website. You and,
0: absolutely like, should. You should know what
1: they were. But, you know, I mean, yeah, it was scary, but not, it was very, um, educational
0: And then when we got
1: the answers, it wasn't really scary because it was like, oh, that makes sense. So we need to focus. We focus on the dance steps, but we use them as a vehicle for the parents' goal of the kids having social interaction, making friends, having fun, being physically active.
0: I love that. Well, this, yeah, we do that in our uh, as parents. My wife and I have a very similar idea where it's there's yes, there's things that I need you to do: put your shoes on, make your bed, brush your teeth, right, and really yes they have to get done and we're going to make sure that they do but it's the interactions that happen all along the way that actually form the basis of the relationship it's when someone is struggling to get their shoes on then bending down and taking a couple minutes instead of yelling and being like why aren't your shoes on already you know it's like bending down and saying how are you doing do you need something you know it's just like the shoes become a vehicle for relationship the teeth become a you know, yeah. bedtime's a long
1: time. And yeah, we wait a long time in preschool classes for them to change their shoes by themselves because <laughs> <laughs> they're determined. And I'm like, okay, sometimes we're like, okay, we have to help you for a second. But, you know, and then if they end up on the wrong feet, it's like, whatever, they did it themselves. That's really and then, interesting. And the, you know, and then the parents might not even know that they can change their shoes because they're doing that in dance class. So.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. So you mentioned having um, a mission statement and values, which I'm a huge, first of all, mission statement and values are things that you hear a lot in like corporate America. These are things that like they have. And a lot of small businesses just gloss over that because it's like, well, it's just me. And maybe it's me and my business partner and three other people. And like, we don't, we don't really need, we don't really need mission values purpose. Why are we going to spend our time on that? Um, I'm a big proponent because, one, it sets you up to think about your business like an actual, you know, business, <laughs> rather than just a hobby. Mm-hmm. But you also just said, like, if you don't have them, you should have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is having a mission statement and having, um, like, organizational values to say, this is what we're about. These are the ways that we behave. we're gonna, You're going to gear everything we do towards supporting this. how how, what has that done for you like why do you believe that that's as important as you and i know it is
1: um i think it just helps you focus on where what what you need to do in your business so like is this gonna is this gonna further our mission statement does it go align with one of our values like one of our values is community Hmm. so during covid to really like help lift that one up we opened up our dance. Well, I shouldn't say we opened it up. We opened a virtual learning academy. (laughs) It was free, but um, it's still business decision. But we opened that up because there were so many parents that didn't like know what to do with all their children learning virtually. I know personally, like our family would have struggled heavily with virtual learning, and parents working from home. And I was just like, my kids are all grown. And I was just like, this is like a big deal. For parents, and so we opened a virtual learning lab where the kids came. I keep knocking my table, so I apologize. <laughs> it's all, it's <laughs> Stop talking with my hands. Um,
0: this is real life, folks. This is real <laughs> life.
1: <laughs> um, so we opened this virtual learning lab so the kids could come and do their virtual learning with um supervision, people there to help them, you know. And we learned that like it's hard. It was hard for kids to know where all their classes were and all these things, you know, it was hard. And so that was one way that we were able to help our community. Um, We're trying to start a fine arts preschool for parents that just need a break, but it's gonna be like, you know, fine arts based dance music yoga all those things it'll be really fun um so we're trying to keep that off so a little self-promotion there um but you know you go girl (laughs) you know so the kids will be involved in these activities and the moms that are like moms that are entrepreneurs or have little ones at home or maybe they have a child that needs more attention during the day or anything no i was i'm a mother not was a mother i am a mother of four children and like Sometimes you just need a break, and it's okay. So, like, we're trying to we're trying to do that. So that's one way we lift up one of our values. And then we do community performances, and that is a little self-serving, but it also just shares like dance with the community. Um, so we are doing two events next weekend, and oh, then wow. we're doing yeah, so a lot of candy up in trick or treating. Yeah. That's <laughs> the um, so fun. And um and then we're also doing some performances that are coming up in the community, which we really miss doing. So that's just an example of how we do that. And then, you know, we just and then you know, we can also guide our students if we need to do some behavior. Um, I don't want to say modifications, what's the right word? Just some check well, behavior, exactly. check-in, behavior so- check-ins and be like, this doesn't align with our values. Like one of our values is to be inclusive and kind and respectful well those are three but you know um and so if you're not aligning with our values we need you to get on board we know, that's not the words we use but you know right well so i get it It can you're... help with like just managing your classroom it can help with um, conversations with parents um you know parents have said we've seen your values in your mission statement on your website and we're ready to sign up it's happened really so, like, seriously They'll say like, I see like what you stand for, because it's on our like homepage, you know, along with pictures of kids in cute costumes and all those things. But um so that's happened like they're going to if parents are looking at a place for their child to be, then they're probably doing their research. So you need to make sure that, that is loud and clear what you're what you stand for which is, you know, at first I was like, it's a business. We don't, do we need a stance for something? But yes, you do because you're yeah, you working do. with children yeah. and your your service business. You have to show like what you what you stand for as a person and then also in your business. Well,
0: what you just said, I think I've never heard anybody quite sum it up as well as you just did, where it's when you have values, it beca- and you didn't use this language and putting, you know, I'm reading between the lines and, go ahead. Values, <laughs> but when you have values that you adhere to, and that's the important thing, because we've all know companies that are like, we're about sustainability. And then they're like, go and dump 10 million gallons of oil in the ocean. And you're like, oh, you know, so it's really I'm not trying to make it political at all. I'm just saying, like, we've all seen this, that where organizations have values and then don't deliver on that. But when you have them, And you adhere to them. Now you have like a higher authority as it were, where it's like, look, I'm not picking on you, you know, this behavior. I'm not trying to, you know, come down on you. I'm not singling you out. But this is how we do things here. And so we need you to get on board with that. And it's not me against you now. It's us, you know, like saying, this is what we're about. And -hmm. we're either aligned on this or we're not.
1: Correct. If, and who
0: doesn't I'm want mom, their children? Yeah. And who doesn't yeah. want their children to be kind and respectful? I hope that there's nobody. That... Well, you never, you never do. know. <laughs> you never do. Well, Mostly so Jenny. Leave that alone. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're just moving on. So, <laughs> so last question for you, because you're, you know, you're a few years into your business. You've n- navigated a global pandemic, in you know, like, as we all have, which has been frustrating and brought its own. Very unique oh, set of fine. challenges, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a great. Let's definitely do. Let's definitely do that again. That was a great time. Um, but my question for you is: You're not that far away from the origins of your, you know, beginning your business. And when you when you think back, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, like as you're getting ready to launch this business what would you say like if I had a, you know, time machine, I'd be like, all right, Jenny, we're going back to the moment where you're Um, getting ready to
1: start. I I probably would have told myself to do it sooner Mm. um, and to not be afraid of it. Um, But also in hindsight with that, I am not ungrateful that I did not have small children at home when I was doing it. So there's both of those things. Um, I think you need to, You know i guess i just that that would be it i guess just you know i would tell myself to do it sooner but then also maybe not super soon (laughs) (laughs) so so if you have a
0: baby on the hip maybe give it a maybe give it a miss for uh for a little bit yeah
1: um you know and then i probably would have i mean hindsight is 2020 probably i'm not I'm grateful for the degree that I got and I think it served me well because communication is an important thing. Um, but you know, I also am continually taking like courses, not only in um, you know, how to teach better, but to run your business better. So, you know, I belong to several mentor groups and um everything and like constantly learning but that's kind of my personality anyway so maybe I would have told myself to throw in a few more business classes or things like that but you know that stuff would have all been outdated by now because there was no Facebook when I was in college yeah well that's That's how old I am Um, but so maybe just do it a little sooner but not well I'm a grandma so it's fine I'm old (laughs) ish old ish -ish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to be honest, Jenny, there was no Facebook when I was in college either. There you go. So you're not that far, not that far. um, You are, you're in good company. Let me put it like that. You're in good company.
1: Yeah, I probably just would have told myself to believe in myself a little sooner, but I'm not, um, I'm not sorry for the decisions that I also made and the journey that I had was good. And maybe I needed to go through the. of the things that I did go through to give me the determination to do what I've done so far because seriously making it through the last two years has been determination I will tell you I know we need to end but I will tell you that somebody told me or told you know us that they were not going to have their child do recital because we were doing that during like that what was it 2020 or 2021 I don't even remember 2020 whatever year it was Um, Our first outdoor recital, we had people say, I don't believe that you will pull it off. And I was like, watch me, (laughs) bring it on. And we did. So I would seriously, that was in my head, like, okay, watch me because I've done a lot of things and I think I can pull off a recital in our parking lot. And it was like my favorite recital ever.
0: Oh man! Well, we're gonna we'll have to bring you back to to hear okay. that story. We'll have to bring yes. you back to that story. For I'd fun. I love to two-
1: talk about recitals.
0: What's that? You love talking about recitals. I'd
1: love to talk more about recitals. That would be fun.
0: Okay. Well, you, you are you are welcome back. So we will we'll set we'll welcome find man. some time and you know give it a give it a little uh, a bit for we don't even know to be honest when this is gonna go live yet. We're still Ooh. in er- early <laughs> days of of ours. Um, okay. But we will let you know. We'll we'll find a time to bring you back. In the meantime, for folks who are hearing this, if they're wanting to check you out, if they want to know more, if they want to connect with you, um how can they find you and see the the great work that you are doing in the world?
1: Um, our website is Upstage Center PA, like P is in Paul, A is an Apple. dot um, com, and you can find me on Facebook, Jenny. My middle, my, just look up Jenny Griffiths. My maiden name is in there, but it's too long and complicated, but, um, yeah. And then, um, or I'm dancing mom 24 on Instagram. If you want to find me there, okay.
0: There you are dancing mom 24 Four. four children, not my age. So. <laughs> well, At I love heart. it. Well, Jenny, I just wanna say thank you for for taking some time just to be honest, to share your story. You've been just great, not only as, um, certainly as a client, but also just as a, really a studio partner. You've been very instrumental in helping Christian and I um, to understand the nuance of the very complicated dance studio world, because there's so many spinning plates uh, at any given moment. There's so many, you know, fickle, things that can just show up and take you out of your game and take you off your ball off your uh, out of your element so um, i just want to say thank you personally but this has been an absolute blast to have you on the show
1: thank you i enjoyed it
0: awesome well if you've enjoyed this episode you will love everything else that we've got coming um this is just the very very tip of the iceberg so if you're listening on uh, to a podcast audio only. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, on Stitcher, on, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get a podcast, you will be able to find the Dance Business Daily Podcast. And if you happen to be watching on YouTube, go ahead and click the subscribe, the subscribe, gosh, that's a hard word, the subscribe button and the little bell next to it to be notified every time we have a new episode. Until then, stay well, and we will chat with you soon. Have a great one.